0: How are you?
1: Today was my last day at work, so I'm...
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Last day, like, by choice, or? Um, Sort of, kind of. So, like, the deal is, like, we usually get laid off before, like, a couple days before Christmas. Jeez. And it's
1: January 15th. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So like it's yeah, I just can't, It's getting cold. My joints are terrible, but it's good. It's good. I spent all day dumping trucks that needed to be dumped. So I spent the day by myself working. It was awesome.
0: All right. At least you had a good last day. Yeah, I got out early too. Got out at like two two thirty. Okay, that's nice. That's nice. <laughs> so uh, you are twenty four. You're gonna be twenty five. And uh, I wanted to say that because, one, you're drinking, and two, you look so incredibly young. You look so, so young. So I want everyone to know that she is of age, okay? <laughs> no, I do. Everyone tells me I have, like, a baby face. You too. do.
1: And nine times out of ten, I don't get carded, but when I do, I'm like,
0: ew. Right? I get. I got carded last week, and I was just like, you beautiful angel. Oh, you beautiful angel. I, I broke my neck getting that shit out, just... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted you to come on the show because um, I want to start to talk to um, people in different eras of their life. Um, not just about like, about your life, but 2020 was nuts, and futs, a whole different kind of nuts. And 2021 is starting off, starting off different, oh my God. starting off different. So I want to know what life is like for you in your early 20s, because I can't imagine going through this shit in my 20s. I'm in my late 30s, and I process things differently because I've lived longer. I've had different experiences. So I want to know what life is like for you going through 2020 in your fucking 20s, you poor, poor, poor thing. Let's talk about it. like, starting my
1: 2020 was not the best. Hmm. Um, Still in a like a, a terrible, terrible place. I was a terrible human being if I'm being honest. Um, <laughs> um, I went through a really bad breakup. Still was learning how to do life without that person. You know, dealing with that heartbreak. So Oof. got the ball rolling
0: for myself. I made a lot
1: of better self choices. Um, I stopped. I started doing a lot of stupid stuff, but stopped at the same time. Like, I stopped smoking. I started going out with my friends more and, like, being present in the moment. Because I sometimes suck and I'm really, like, just scrolling Facebook, just not paying attention. You know what I mean? So, like, started going out more. Talking to people. Really focusing on my work. My job has been, hands down, probably the biggest life-changing thing for me in 2020 and continuing i i and left retail i was at the same job for five years i worked at five below Mm -hmm. and then one day my boss was like you need to do something different i'm like uh okay she's like you got two weeks to figure it out i'm
0: like oh shit
1: literally oh shit okay thank you Okay. Okay. <laughs> My boss and I have a great relationship.
0: Called, uh, and Five Below. I worked a lot. Um, um what kind of work did you do at um when you left Five Below? What work did you go on to? Uh,
1: I started landscaping. Um, it was
0: very different. Eye opener. Eye opener per nope. per se, but a body opener. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I, oh my gosh I'm, I'm physically here right
1: now because I feel like I'm, I died
0: and just, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yo I can't imagine listen uh, these hands they write okay I'm not I'm just no, no. what was the first week like uh, you said like your body was hurting how long did it take you to get used to um, being a landscaper
1: Adjust myself, like I've never not been active, even at five below, I was afraid all the time, so I was constantly moving. Um, I was like a miscellaneous employee, I ran freight, I did the front end, back end, clean the store like everything. So I've never not been active, it just it was very different though. Like using muscles that I've never really, I didn't think I would need again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Word. So, getting back to 2020, if you can think back to when 2020 started. Um, last year. Did you make a New Year's resolution last year, and is it different from this year? Did you make a resolution both years? And what was that I like?
1: Last year was to not make a resolution, because every year that I make a resolution, I somehow, it just slips through my fingers. So this year, I was just like, you know what, I'm really just gonna wing it and see what happens. I'll
0: was that either. 2020 or 2021? one?
1: Twenty twenty.
0: Okay, you just wing it. That's that's twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Just gonna wing it. See what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I did.
1: And
0: honestly, twenty twenty was the worst year for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It was a really good year for me. Nice. Um, well, let's just. Well, you are dating my niece, my Sheila Bean. So full disclosure. Um, Savannah is dating my niece, my Sheila Bean, who I love very very much. Um. I don't know this story, so how did you guys meet? (laughs) I know Sheila's in the back. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, So,
1: she was my ex's best friend. Um, Yeah, she she did not really tell me the whole truth about Sheila, so I kind of had a misperception of Sheila and everything. And after the breakup, I just made amends with a lot of the people that I had wronged during our breakup. Mm-hmm. Like, I said a lot of sorry to a lot of people. Sheila was one of them. <clears throat> we started huh. hanging out. We got close. Um, some drama happened, so, you know, I kind of just did my own thing and let her do her, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Thanksgiving, I was super drunk. She tweeted something, I was like, hey, I'm you don't feel bad. <laughs> and then like ever since then we've been close friends and we like genuinely friends, you know what I mean? Like best friends. I would go over, she would cook dinner, we would smoke, we would laugh. Fun and games.
0: Um Yay! Okay, alright. Um 2020, it started off we were all really fucking optimistic, man. More so than we should have been. What is one thing about 2020 that you were just like, for sure, this is going to happen, and then, no? You can say, like, going outside if you want, because that was the thing we all thought we were going to do. No. I really
1: thought people would honestly, like, get it together. Hmm. Mm. I mean, because, like, we're all forced to be fucking inside. We really have no idea who's dealing with what in whose house. Mm -hmm. So why society has gone this far downhill this year is really beyond me.
0: Same. Same.
1: I just sit back and look at the world, and I'm just like, wow, this is really what it's come to? Like, are you serious? Yeah. Are you serious, bro? (laughs) Like...
0: Mm, just throw it up. Here you go. Time to pause and drink, guys. And Some wine, too. Oh, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't mean to poop on all the wine drinkers, but wine is not for me. But what? I missed that last part. Wine
1: is not for me. Wine coolers are
0: for me. Oh, um, Savannah. This wine, though,
1: it's not bad. Barefoot, fruit, scott strawberry, y'all.
0: Get hit. Nice. I got this one in the wrong way. Yeah. I got this one for you. I try to get... um, So I'm just trying new wines and I'm starting with what with red wine because I almost always get white wine. So now whenever I do an uncork with tea, I pick a wine according to whoever the guest is. And this reminded me of you. Of your generation. I don't know who that is, but the uprising like that... Exactly. There are so many young people. And first of all, me saying young people feels fucking weird okay when people are in their 30s and 40s you're just like we were just there we were just there one and it's gone but there's so many young people who are out there kicking ass and taking names don't give up a lying fuck what is it about what do you think it is about your generation that is so willing to say fuck it and just go do it trauma trauma
1: Mm -hmm. trauma will either hold you back or it will send you forward like you wouldn't believe. Mm. This generation, I feel... Much like any other generation, I can't, like... I really only... This is the generation I pay closest attention to because we're almost next in line for how we're going to shape the world for Mm. our kids and such. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I feel like this generation is really taking their
0: drama and running with it or they're running from it <clears throat> jay said only- we are still young people yes we are sir Hmm. you're only as young as you feel honestly that's true damn true mm-hmm. my sister looked at me and she's
1: like you're 25 i'm like yeah and she's like you're halfway to 30 and i'm just like stop that <laughs>
0: 30 is great oh my god it wasn't until like 32 that I started to just be like oh my god I don't give a fuck (laughs) just don't give a fuck it's so wonderful to just be like oh you don't like me I don't give a fuck oh that's so nice that's so nice So free to really not give a fuck
1: like
0: Let it fly. Let the last fuck fly. <laughs> so, uh, speaking about 2020 and um, moving on and not giving a fuck. So, I think one of the many things that 2020 is known for, and maybe even before, is cancel culture. So, canceling people for numerous things. Um, what do you think are some of the pros and cons of cancel culture? And, um, if you were, oh, okay. What do you think of some of the pros and cons of cancel culture? And if you were given a magic cancel culture button, how would you use it? And would you abuse it? Yes or no? That's a, that's a lot of questions. I know.
1: (laughs) Fraction of things, but the other is solid, solidified
0: racism. Cancel that shit. What the fuck? Mm-hmm.
1: The other is addiction and homelessness. Like, mm. we need to we need to do something about that. We need to really <sighs>
0: mm. Speaking of um, addiction, I I wish I had the article in front of me, and I don't, and I could Google it, but um, I'll get back to that. So I heard on NPR, because I'm an avid NPR listener, I love it so much, I'm going to get a tote bag one day. Anyway, so they were talking about how um, President Trump has just passed um, either a provision or law um, giving more money to um, help people with addiction. Which, uh, shut up, Marie, she called me a dork. Uh, (laughs) So with that, we all know when we talk about cancel culture that we usually cancel something or something for a reason. So if Trump has made things a little bit easier for people who are addicted, do we still cancel him? Or do we let him stay around because he made um, something easier for one section of the population? That's a very hard question. I'm so sorry. It just popped in my head.
1: No, it's, it's, it's a good question. It's, very, it's a very loaded
0: question. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, if there was a way around Trump, I would absolutely cancel him. Like, without a doubt, I just, mm-hmm. you gotta go, bro. Like, take your orange ass and get out of here. <laughs> Somewhere else. Like, please. Yeah. <laughs>
1: says very little good things very very little but when he does like some of it makes sense and like I, I'm not supporting him I'm not trying to back him but like some of the things he does is not terrible uh and
0: what what uh
1: <clears throat> I like what you just said like I don't I don't support Trump I'm not a Trump support, mm-hmm. but like Were to improvise and adapt the things that he thinks are good, you know what I mean, like Mm -hmm. handling addiction and all of those things. It's still cancel Trump, but if somebody were to better his ideals,
0: gotcha. You know what I mean, like improvise, adapt them, make
1: them better, so they work for everybody, not just one person. And like,
0: if you could take that idea and leave the Trump, you would. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, hmm. You know what? I'm going to skip that question. What is... um, Speaking of... I need to be objective, okay? So, uh, speaking of Trump, uh, what is the first thing that... Went across your head that went through your head when you saw the terrorists. That's what they are. When you saw the terrorists storming the capital, like, what's the first thing that went through your mind? And let's talk about it because I tell you, the first thing that went through mine. <laughs> oh God! Now I have to know. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: really
0: can't. I'll this is no holds barred. Like we're drinking wine, and doing what the fuck you want.
1: I, like all of
0: that happened how go on baby you got it go on mm-hmm.
1: I get so fucking mad because that's literally one privilege in an eggshell mm-hmm. like are you serious
0: I it's alright let it out baby let what? it out I
1: have no words like what mm-hmm. How can we, as people, try to come together in a situation that is brought by nothing but pure tragedy? Like. And then we have Trump trying to, like, make a joke out of that.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Alright, take your time. You got me going! (laughs) So like I just how can you take the Black Lives Matter movement and basically Shit on it?
1: Make a mockery out of Mm -hmm. it by tweeting putting this tweet out there and saying, Hey, I'm chillin' Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like an everyday thing, you know what I mean? Like they did not once call these people terrorists. They did not once mm-hmm. like it was a bunch of accusations and
0: That's what his administration has done to us. We've been so bombarded by consistent bullshit and and just blatant hatred and racism and and white supremacy that when this happened, everyone else is just like, "Oh, well, this makes sense. This is the, the obvious end to his presidency. Where do you think we're going after here? So, we... his... Be objective. Be objective. So, Trump supporters uh, stormed the Capitol building. And now Trump has been... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Impeached. Thank you. He's been impeached twice. Right. It, it's only fitting. It's only fitting. Where do you think we go from here? Can we go back to natural, to normal, quote-unquote, normal politics? Is Biden's administration in for a rude awakening? Are we just gonna flip a switch and then we go back to 2015 when shit makes sense? Or are we broken forever as a nation? That is a huge question. I'm so sorry. I just throwing shit out there. I would-
1: to so, like say anything about politics but i really like this is all like my opinion and personal beliefs i believe that like it takes one person to make a difference but like mm-hmm. that one person has to be backed by so many other different people who mm-hmm. want the same differences
0: Ooh. Mm-hmm.
1: and i just it's all a chain effect so Trump has done a lot of damage to this country like a lot morally um, economically I don't know again, but morally and just like in a literal opening your eyes sense like you really see not your average Joe's true colors like you mm. ever think twice about somebody walking on the street next to you but then you're like looking at him like Are you a racist, homophobic piece of shit? Or, like, can I just be myself in front of you and not have to worry about it?
0: Hmm. You know? It's... I do know. -hmm. I feel...
1: I hope... I hope with all of my heart that Biden can do a lot of good things for this country in the sense that he can get it somewhat back to... even even a decent state... (laughs) Even a decent state, because right now we're in fucking shambles. What the hell? Aliens are looking at us like,
0: Jesus Christ, what is this? Season 17 of What the Fuck Is This? <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> I really hope with all my heart that Biden can, like, get this country to somewhat decency mm-hmm. and he can bring good things to us for the economy, for. Racism, for equal
0: rights just for everybody you know like i hope i hope biden does something a little stuff for everybody not just you know yeah i'm a little uh, i'm a little iffy so i i voted for um in the general right yeah um i voted for um elizabeth warren because i love her brain I love that she is a logical thinking person. So I wanted her to win. But I would have been happy with um, Bernie, of course, obviously. But we got stuck with Joe... Not stuck. Nope. Stuck with this right. We got stuck with Joe Biden, who is 175 years old. I'm not being ageist. I'm just saying he's the oldest president <laughs> that we've ever had. And...
1: 75, 6, That's, that's,
0: that's, that's one. Something Right? Saying. And... So what we've seen is, I, I think the idea is that um, older people are more conservative, right? So with him coming out and speaking to the public right after, um, during the Capitol riots, you know, saying that the first time he came out, he said that this isn't us. And I was like, well, this is exactly us. Um, you haven't been paying attention. And then, you know, one of his staffers was like, it's actually us, you weren't paying attention. And he came out and made a different statement. So I'm just trying to think of, because 2020 and the four years before it with the Trump administration has been so absolutely So have things... Can we... Should we start looking at each situation... um, With its own lens. So uh, thinking back to cancel culture, should we get rid of the blanket what cancel culture is? Or should we go like case by case basis and learn how to break down what's wrong with the situation in order to move past it and forward? I think that's a thing that the Biden, Biden administration is starting to do. Um, I'm starting to see that in their campaign and in the way that they talk to the public that they're trying to handle each situation in the case basis, which is great, which is great. I'm happy with it. Should we follow suit? Should we as everyday people start treating each situation by cases by cases basis? Should we get rid of the blanket way of handling situation?
1: way to shove everything under the carpet and not talk about it and just you know like it's done you know what i mean we don't have to deal with it it's done it's over um but i feel like if we addressed it right then and there and like truly came with the hard education mm-hmm. and learned from it we wouldn't have to cancel so many things and just like, so many good things are being canceled too like a lot of like I've noticed cancel culture is affecting, like, good people and businesses and different things, and it's just, it's silly and weird, but, like, I'm still, there's some things that we might just have to educate, but, like, keep somewhere, you
0: know what I mean, so they can't come out of their box. So, um, do you, like, do... Do you listen to um, The Breakfast Club? I'm a huge um, Breakfast Club listener, and I love Charlemagne the God. Love, love, love Charlemagne the God. Um, he has this great quote about cancel culture, which is, don't cancel, counsel." Should we be taking the time between each situation to not only try to hear where the other side is coming from, but try to teach them? And are, is it too late? Is it too late to teach some people?
1: There's never a wrong time, or even a
0: right time. There's always the right time. Mm-hmm. There's always, the time. <laughs> it's always a good time to do the right thing. Um, especially if you're trying to
1: do the right thing and educate about all the good that this world has to offer.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Um yeah. So going over to some of the comments, um, Jay said, I don't think we have the ability to do that as a country, which is um, do case-by-case basis. And um, I think that's what he's talking about. Um, let me know if, if I'm wrong, Jace. Um, Sheila said, because so many people and cases don't deserve to be canceled because it's perceived wrong. And yes, yes, I think perception of... Uh, a, a sector or a different kind of people, the perception of different groups of people are what's holding us back. Let's get rid of the labels, get rid of the perception and get to know the person. That's just me personally. Um, Sheila said, where are some people uh, deserve to, <laughs> where are some people deserve to be canceled and are not? Yes. I think like Bill Cosby, cancel that motherfucker. He's got to go. Okay. R. Kelly, canceled. Done. No, No, you go. We don't need you. But if I didn't know their case, would I feel the same way? Like, we all heard about, um, you know, Bill Cosby. We, we've all listened to the women. And we all heard about R. Kelly. We've all listened to the girls. We know what his situation is. And it's warranting canceling. Deuces. Don't need you. You're horrible. Mm-hmm. I think that that way of moving forward is is important. What's the last time you said, Fuck that, you're canceled? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> she over there in the kitchen saying, Jeffrey Star. Uh-oh. I don't know who that is. Educate yourself. Oh my goodness. He's canceled. Jeffree Star? What?
1: General speaking, or like in terms of the world?
0: Uh, Well, his name is Jeffree Star. I have no idea who that is. He, uh, mm, I'm surprised you've never
1: heard of Jeffree Star. Like the uh, makeup guru? Jeffree Star Cosmetics?
0: Nothing? Look at this face. There's nothing about this face that says makeup.
1: But, you know, you have Facebook. <laughs> you
0: know, no, I honestly haven't heard about him. Uh, Who is he?
1: racist and disgusting and some, there was something else about jeffree star that i really did not like but it's, it's the blatant racism
0: and ignorance for me oh thank you Jason. jay said i don't need makeup but he's very kind no, no, no. he's a nice right.
1: guy that's why you wouldn't know about
0: it yeah I, I never yeah anyway so i'm definitely gonna look up jeffree star thank you for that because i want to know who that guy is Shane
1: Dawson.
0: Shane Dawson. Cancel that motherfucker too. Shane who? Dawson. Shane Dawson. I'm gonna go on a fucking uh cancel Googling tonight. Let's do this. Um. Oh, and um. Gucci. Why? Are we talking, which part of Gucci are we talking about? Lord have mercy. You got to go. Yes, I remember that fresh bullshit. That don't make no sense in 2020. That's Who don't know? That is still very relevant. Why did we not cancel
1: that shit right in the other day? Why are still people rocking bullshit? What?
0: What? Who don't know that? Who don't know you shouldn't wear blackface? Who? She, she just said something in the kitchen because Jeffrey Starr and Shane Dawson came out with a video that I guess is called Blackface. In reference to
1: that? The fuck?
0: Hmm. Scenario and like thought it was great and hilarious. Posted a YouTube video and was like, Hey, everybody, watch my video. I have not seen said video. I am going to hold all the anger. Are, uh, hmm. i
1: just,
0: I don't get it. I don't. Uh, speaking about <clears throat> racism, so um, I grew up black. Surprise, surprise. I grew up in a black household, <laughs> surprise, surprise, and my parents were very, um, very Afrocentric. You know, we had pictures of, uh, black Jesus and Kennedy and MLK in my house. I don't know why, but I don't know why, but black parents fucking love Kennedy. I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. But, uh, I grew up very Afrocentric and, um, very knowledgeable about racism, not just in my neighborhood, but in my surroundings. I know what to look for. I know what not to look for. It was a way for my parents to teach me how to stay alive. How did you, as a white person, did you grow up talking about race and racism when you were a kid? And when was the first time you remember hearing what racism was and how did it affect you?
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, really incented me to stick by somebody else who was also getting picked on. Mm -hmm. So, in that sense, I've always just, I've never, like, looked at anybody and saw them for anything that they got picked on for, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't help who you are, you can't help what you like, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, the first time that I was, like, question, but the first time I was openly exposed to racism, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It did not sit well with me. Um, I've always been outspoken, yet soft-spoken. I don't really like conflict or being the center of attention, but like I do like attention and stuff, so... (laughs) Um, But the first time I was openly exposed to racism, I think I was about...
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I was in Kmart with my mom and we were checking out and I
0: remember looking over and this guy
1: was being harassed uh, for no really apparent reason Uh, he was in line waiting to purchase his things and uh, he was being harassed for uh, one of the workers came up to him and was like do you have your receipt for that? Line waiting to pay for it, what do you mean? <sighs> so I like paid attention and I just watched and he was like, Well, I saw you walk around, you've been in here for a while and you've had that thing in your hand, so I was just wondering if you had a receipt. And at that point I had like really like I'm a kid, I didn't know any better, my mom wasn't paying attention to me. I was staring like
0: <laughs> the <laughs> fuck. <laughs>
1: What i mean but like us is not i don't like that term because us as a whole we are all one we're all people so it's us um you don't like him because he's not white. Right. like why that makes no sense so i was just i was taken back i was like mom you hear that like are you are you watching this shit she's like yo watch your mouth what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> Stuff down, takes the cash out, gets his stuff ready. <sighs> Manager comes up with the other worker that was harassing him, and he's like, I'm gonna ask for that receipt one more time. Sorry. And at that point I had been paying attention. I looked, I was like, Look, this man is standing here waiting to buy whatever he was holding. He's waiting to buy this. He's been here. He's been standing in line. I've been watching y'all. Like, I'm little, and my mom's like go ahead girl go ahead she's like yeah he's been here like he's not you guys need to move along like you're really making a big to-do out of nothing and it's not gonna look good on your part especially if you know my mom would have done something serious not ever be those people. Like, you help people, you love people. Do not ever be those Like,
0: okay. And you were, what, 11, you said?
1: Yeah, 10, turn 11. I was little. I could have been younger than that. could have been older. I didn't really have a great childhood, so I turned on to.
0: And you still re- remember that. That was um, a prominent moment in your childhood, that you remember um, how racism made you feel in that moment. In his skin right now, so mm-hmm. it's just, it made no sense to me. Really just said, like, some of the comments, I guess. Yeah, um, I wanted to get to that. Thank you, Sheila Bean. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Amanda Saget. Hi, Amanda! She's so much fun. Uh, she said, I was raised with zero racism. It was so hard to understand. It was a real thing. I totally get that. If you were um, a white person in the 70s, 80s, 90s. Um, we didn't start really um, openly talking about racism as to the white community as a country maybe pff, 10 years ago? We've been saying this shit forever, you know, in different pockets of society. But, like, maybe about 10 years ago, it became not only acceptable, but a thing that, um, you know... Some mainstream news organizations would talk about this last year, 2020, everybody's talking about racism. And we're all, you know, black people, we're like, where the fuck y'all been? We know. We know about this shit. Uh, so, actually. good.
1: still love each other um my dad got remarried and i have all the love in the world for my stepmom she's a great woman she really like she's what her foot for when it came to raising me um but i grew up in very two very different households because my mom had her ways of parenting and my stepmom parents are also very different from my stepmother's parents and i think their upbringing also did a lot for my parents upbringing in a sense we're like i'm not gonna say that it wasn't racism because it definitely made me uncomfortable but um i dated i dated this kid for a while back in eighth grade and Mm-hmm. I thought nothing of it, you know, he made me happy, he was nice, he was kind, he was great, he made me laugh, um, we're still very good friends to this day, um, but I remember when I told my mom, she was like, okay, cool, bring him over for dinner, like, you know, like, let me get to know him, I want to see who's making my daughter so happy, it's such a young kid <laughs> <laughs> What,
0: oh, what were buddy. you like?
1: He's like, cool, whoever makes you happy, I'm happy with Mm. My stepmom really looked at me and was like, you're dating a black kid. I was like, yeah. Yeah. That's like a thing you can do. And it's normal. (laughs) Like, why did that even come out? I was very confused. I was like just gonna go ahead and not let this be a thing again. Yes I am. Yeah. Um please don't say something like that to me again because that's yeah. just
0: Up until, now. Up until now, uh, Jay said, Try to read Carissa's comment if you can. So let's go back to Carissa's comment. There it is. Oh, yeah, no, this is great. Like, please, all the comments. Uh, my nine year old had a little boy tell me he doesn't play with white kids. My son was heartbroken. He asked the kid to play because they both had glasses, it was a tough but teachable moment. ooh we. Carissa, Carissa, listen, we can have a whole goddamn segment about this right here. So, I wish... um, Oh my god, Carissa, I have a million fucking questions for you. Um, I would love to talk to you in depth about this situation. Because I have been here before. I've been the little black kid who doesn't play with white kids. For my own, like, safety. You know, um... So I grew up, for those who don't know, I grew up on Long Island, um, in New York, in Freeport. And Freeport is a very racist town. Uh, The black people live on the north side, white people live on the south side. It's been like that forever. That's how it is. Um, There were race riots back when my mom was younger. Um, They didn't teach it in school because why the fuck would they? So it's a thing that I was taught to just kind of stay with your own. And this was taught out of safety. Because shit can get real, real fucking quick. So, um, Carissa, I'm, first of all, I'm so sorry this happened to your son. I am, this is fucking horrible. You know, the fact that this shit is happening in this decade is disgusting. We should be done with this shit. Okay? I'm so sorry that your kid had to go through this shit like that.
1: Me, 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 but also you.